Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anson Morlov. Today, we're going to take a little departure. I like to do this once in a while, and lately I think a lot of other business-related topics have been on my mind, so I've taken a few departures lately. I will definitely say that. Um, but today, I'm going to talk about something that's really important for your launch, but it's not what you might think. So. Yes, all of the preparation, all of like the hiring, all of the Facebook ads and emails and videos and web pages and setting up shopping carts, all that is super important. I swear I was not going to swear there, (laughs) even though it sounded like that, right? Okay, so really self-care is one of the most important things that you can do as you're headed into launch and as you're running your business, really. And for me, this has been an up and downhill kind of journey. And I can say sometimes I'm good at it. And sometimes I am literally on the edge of just not feeling great at all, um, physically and mentally and emotionally. And so this year, I've really focused and tried to build in even small things that I can say to myself, okay, this is you taking care of yourself. This is what this feels like. So today we're going to talk about my number one self-care tool. And you guys are going to think I am the biggest wackadoo probably, but it's okay. Um, because I think some of you will get this. I think some of you will understand this and I'm hopefully going to encourage you to do this too and to take on this tool. Now, I meant to do this actually a few weeks ago um, at the beginning of September, but because we were just moving into our house, Mila was starting school, I didn't get a chance to get this out to you. So I'm hoping it's not too late. You haven't gotten this tool that you can use in 2017 and you haven't gotten one of these yet, but you can start now practicing, okay? So first of all, you shouldn't be surprised that... I look actually at the process of planning kind of like it's journaling. So journaling is one of those things that people do consider self-care, that act of, of reflection. But for me, planning is that kind of reflection. It's, it's even one of my deepest actions of self-care, but I didn't realize that at first. So Over this year, I've spent a ton of time, actually last year as well, I had a bunch of sessions with people where all we did was plan out their next launch. I had my whiteboard on my my counter in my kitchen, um, and I was like, you know, writing things, my white dry erase board, writing things down. I was like in the moment, in the groove. And I think after about, I don't know, a handful of these sessions, I realized how amazing I felt when I was doing this. I just, uh, just like looking at their business, seeing what would come next. Oh yeah, we got to remember to do this. Even just the hopping back and forth. I was literally, I don't ever feel quite so in the zone, connected, excited, inspired, motivated, action, in action, and just kind of on it, right? And so I said, gosh, I got to find more ways to feel that because you know what? When I feel that, I get really lifted up. So I'm sure you have these things in your business that you do or in your life that you do. You're like, whoa, that was easy and it was amazing. So for me, it is planning. 
And I realized, wow, planning is self-care to me because it really fills me up. It rejuvenates my energy. And so now what I've done is anytime I go into planning, even for myself or even into any other activity in my business, I ask myself, how do I want to feel? I want to feel like that. Remember that time when you were planning with Andrea and you were like going insane on the dry erase board and she probably couldn't even catch up because you were such a lunatic? That's how I want to feel right now as I'm writing this blog post, as I'm recording this podcast. And it's funny because as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh my God, I do feel like that where you kind of can't get the words out fast enough, where you can't get the thoughts out on paper fast enough, where it just feels so insanely exciting. Like you're like, oh my God, and this, and this, and this. Okay, let's relax for a second. So anyways, let me just go back to the point of this is that I realized how planning, even by writing, not even just what is going to happen, but what happened planning kind of becomes the record of what happened. It also becomes the what you want to happen. So future writing, a good friend of mine, Catherine Just, really turned me on to future writing where you write as if you're in that future space, how you want to feel. Also, as you're doing those everyday activities, I think all of that matters. And so you know, I don't usually come across quite this woo-woo or new agey or energy. You know, I don't have this kind of conversation too often with many of you, but I do in my private life. I, I definitely have a lot of these thoughts in my, in my closet, in my bedroom, <laughs> which I'm recording in right now. So, but I've been thinking about this topic a lot lately, and it's actually the reason why I partnered with a very uh, inspiring entrepreneur who created a planner collection that does exactly this, that it, it was created for this reason, because planning, while it seems like a very black and white type of task, do this here, do this here, I'm going to do this here, I have that appointment there, this is happening here, it's just a completely different way to look at your day, to look at your week, to look at your business is to include yourself, to include that your soul. And, and this is from Danielle. It puts your soul on the agenda. And as much as we want to be really clear on what's working, what's not, you're also part of that equation, right? So like I said, my days are often filled with creating these launch plans for people. Tomorrow I have another one set up where I'm helping someone plan out their launch, you know, but that what, the how, the strategy, the team, guess what? It's not just a black and white task to do checkbox. There's something deeper that happens and something that can shift just from the act of putting pen to paper, planning it out, asking how you want that to feel. And, you know, it's funny because my, my, my recent coaches and accountability partners started asking me about how I wanted to feel. And I guess that's not so earth shattering, but I was having some trouble as I was too focused on another situation in my life. And I kind of disconnected with how I wanted to feel while I was working on my launches and my launch plans and my blog posts and my podcasts. And so the feeling had gone out of some of that. And that's, 
it's not why I wasn't as um, publishing as much this summer because I was moving, but I honestly didn't have the feeling. I didn't even know how I wanted to feel and I couldn't even express. I couldn't even create anything. So thankfully I had something else going on because that did take up most of my time and I needed to get that, that, that complete, that chapter of things complete so that then I could come back to planning in a more intentional way. So this is where that 2017 Desire Map Planner comes into play. Danielle Laporte is amazing, first of all, and she's always been an, um, an inspiration to me. Just She's like this sage who says things and ask the question, asks the questions maybe that you're asking yourself, but she puts into words. And that's, you guys know I love planners. And this is why I decided, like, she sent in an email. She asked people if they wanted to be on the launch planner team, the planner launch team. And I said, uh, yes, because I love planners for this very reason, because I do feel they are such a part of my it's not even just that I'm sitting there making plans for every single thing I want to do. It has always had a journaling aspect to it. And that's how I look at the Desire Map Planner. Um, I'm actually adding it in as a companion to my daily planner. So I don't have two daily planners. It's not like I, I'm going to go into, I'm going to open both books or both planners and start working in both simultaneously. The one I'm using actually is the weekly planner. But uh, if you want to know about this, the different types, there's a daily and a weekly, depending on how how your rhythms are. Like if you like to plan for a week and just get that stuff done, great. If you like to plan on a day-to-day-to-day -to -day -to -day basis, kind of micromanage yourself a little bit, which I know sometimes is important to do if you're under deadlines and launch deadlines and things like that. There's also that daily one. I put pictures and and all the info that you might need about those two in the blog post show notes. You can definitely read about those. But I just wanted to say that, you know, that this is this is my tool right now for self-care. It's my planner. So I want you to go check out this specific one. I don't think it's the only one that you can use for this type of work. Uh, it's why I was using the bullet journaling system this whole year because it allowed me to, to really feel creative and that's how I wanted to feel when I was planning. So it gave me that space to do what I wanted to do and to feel the way I wanted to feel. And now I've been able to pull that bullet journaling back into my daily planner, which is great because I don't want 5 million planners, let's be honest, okay? Um, but I definitely recommend checking out this specific one because it's got the prompts and the questions that are going to jog you out of the do this, do that, do the other thing, okay? So one thing I wanted to share though is that there are some questions that I feel like this is going to be especially useful for you, and especially if you are interested in making your planner more of something that, that lifts you up, that energizes you, that isn't just for planning in the normal sense that we're used to. 
See, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of people love looking at pretty planners. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to be going through a whole list of some of the most recent of these planner launches because I think they tap into that kind of deep need that we all have to, it's not about just controlling your time. It's about, you know, painting this picture of where we want to go and, and dreaming and having ideas and giving a space for that to happen and putting, making those ideas real. Okay. And so here are some of those questions that I ask as I'm planning out. And I use, like I said, I use the weekly planner because I generally do more of the micromanaging of my business and myself, my daily schedule in another in another planner. And I like to leave a lot of space though for the rest of my life. So what I like to do is be able to close that book on a Friday and I open up this more journaling type of planner over the weekend. This is where I I start thinking about the week and how it went for me, what I want to achieve in the coming week, you know, and and kind of set that motion, set that intention and tell myself, where do you want to go next week? And so here's some some of the things that I really ask during this is what this is what lengthens the time between launches sometimes because launches Dudes, you know it, they can really kick your butt and they can zap your energy. They can really burn you out. So first I ask, am I still aligned with my values while I'm doing all this work? So for me, values really are so tied to the way I feel. I have to ask myself, am I feeling honest? Am I feeling like I'm acting with integrity? Am I being helpful? Am I not useful, but I guess useful does come up sometimes, which kind of sounds weird, but am I being useful or am I being a doormat? Why am I feeling guilty? I shouldn't feel guilty here. Like don't feel guilty. Don't make excuses. I go through kind of like the list of things that I generally believe make a good business owner or make me a better business owner? And I say, am I still aligned with these things? This is what I will do on a weekly basis just to reconnect with myself because it is so easy to get off track, not just with your business, but with yourself at through your business. So number two, I ask, am I enjoying this or am I not enjoying this? Uh, Sometimes, depending on what it is, it could be a project, it could be a course, it could be a business partnership, it, whatever it is, whatever is the kind of on the the docket for the week, you have to ask yourself, did I enjoy this? Did I, did I get something out of this? That, you know, did, did this energize me or did this deplete me? And believe me, sometimes it can, I mean, there's, there's both. And sometimes the same situation one week will, will energize you to the ceiling. You'll get a ton done, but then the next week you're like, go away <laughs> to whatever that thing was. And then I, then I just simply ask myself, what do I want to feel this week as I'm and for every single type of business activity that requires my energy and requires my focus, like this podcast, I say, what do I want to feel as I'm recording that batch of podcasts? And I like to feel excited. I like to feel kind of out of breath, <laughs> like it might sound like I am right now. I like to feel like that I'm going to touch someone emotionally, even if I'm talking about emails, which if you listen to last week's um 
podcast that was what that was about because I I think that business is so connected to our emotions and if we kind of understand how we want to feel going into it I think it just shifts how we create and actually I I thought of this that book and the movie like water for chocolate there's a woman she's like cooking she's learning to cook and her emotions I remember she like her tears fall into the batter or like there's one where she's super passionate and when people eat her food they start to feel like she felt when she created so I really believe that how you feel in that act of creation, which is a launch is a huge creation. And I feel like it's the same thing when you're marketing and selling. How you, how you created, how you felt when you were creating those emails is how people could potentially feel when they read them. And so this is why that this, the, the desire map, the core desired feelings, knowing that having that, having that information, it doesn't mean having to having a ton of other information. It's just saying, how do I want to feel? You know, what are my main core desired feelings? What are those? And then, you know, do mini check-ins every single time you do something where you know your, your, your aim is maybe to connect with someone. You want to think of your feelings potentially going into another human being. And I know you might think, oh, Anne, well, how is someone going to know that I was super depressed on any given day? I just recorded my podcast. I had my script. I said my stuff and I exported it out. And somebody like across the world is listening to it. How are they going to feel what I was feeling? I don't know, but it happens. Okay. It definitely happens. I've worked on enough virtual teams spread by several time zones. And we all seem to understand, even without a snotty text (laughs) or a sassy, you know, voicemail without hearing, without seeing anything, we get a sense that something's up. It's happened time and again. And maybe I'm just psychic. I don't know. I I always kind of tend to feel when people's energy is like a little off. Um, But I know that I wasn't the only one on these teams who felt like something was up. Okay. So remember that how you feel goes, how you feel like right before you do anything in your business, write that, writing that social media, making that podcast, you know, recording the podcast, writing the show notes goes into the work. And think of it almost like a little funnel that's going to go right out to whoever reads it next. Now, it doesn't mean, you know, necessarily if you're all angry, you're going to make people angry, but they're going to definitely sense something. There's going to be a disturbance in the force, okay? So think about planning, journaling, and this process of understanding how you want to feel, that intention that you go into putting your ideas onto paper and planning them out, all that is part of the creative process. So if you start there with how you want to feel, you start there with that really clear, okay, this is where I, this is how also I want other people to feel. Here are those core desire feelings we all, I want everyone in this fearless launching space to feel. Then you have, then the way you create it, the way you, the way you share what you know is just going to be off the charts, much better, much clearer, more focused. People will, 
resonated with it more because you've taken the time to say, okay, this is the intention of this piece of thing that I'm doing right now. And I say it really is anything you put out to the world. So anything that you're creating in your business has an impact, has like, has an energy attached to it that, that is going to reach another person. So just think about that. So back to the Desire Map Planner, I just wanted to share one final thing about it, and that is that, you know, this is actually a perfect tool for someone, even if you don't have another planner like I do. I'm an anomaly. Don't You don't need two planners. If you've ever kind of shied away from planning because you were just worried that it wouldn't happen or, you know, whatever. You were just, you don't like to be set to a schedule. This is the one for you. This is the planner for you. And it's it's actually for you if you plan yourself to, into a corner every single day, because that's not going to do you any good either. Um, I much to the surprise of many people, I do not have every second of every day planned out and plotted out. And in fact, I hate it when I have time times written into my um, my planner. I will always cross them out because I don't like to be attached to that. So if you are creative, if you are a dreamer, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, and you're someone who likes to either see the bird's eye view of their week or likes to check in on a daily basis, then this planner is really the one I really think you should check out. I'm not just saying that because I am a partner. I, I know what Danielle is about. I know what this, this tool does. And you guys know I love planners. So I just want you to know that. And I want you to check it out. And even if you decide that this specific design or whatever doesn't hit you, no problem. But start thinking about either planning on a daily basis or a weekly basis, asking yourself those questions. Am I still aligned with my values? Am I enjoying this? What do I want to feel as I do whatever it is you're doing in your business? And start asking those on a daily, start asking those on a daily or weekly basis and set the tone for yourself, set the tone for the work, the space and the time that you have to work on your business, whether it's all day or just two hours a day or one hour a day or 15 minutes, be really clear on how you want to feel. And you're going to see that what you put out, that output is just going to change, um, And like I said, you can head over to the show notes. There are some links and pictures of the inside of each of these types of planners. And I'm excited because next week, yes, it's planner month, I swear. I'm going to be sharing some of the behind the scenes of a few different planner launches that I saw this month. I... I'm, guys, I know you probably are like, and do you not have enough planners? And yes, I do. But I am fascinated by this world because people are obsessive when it comes to buying new planners and doing this and that. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that more. So make sure you come back for that. Um, also, you'll definitely be seeing a video very soon, like going in depth through this 2017 planner. So I know that it's not 2017 yet, but pick it up now because you never know. All these things always kind of sell out, run out, and then you never, then if you don't start 2017 with like a fresh, a fresh page to write on, it kind of feels like you're behind, even though you're not. So when you're clear on how you want to feel, 
Remember this, decisions come to you more easily. You'll be able to create more easily. You'll know when to say no more easily and when to say hail to the yes. And then you can put it down in writing and that's why I love planners, okay? Planners can be your self-care too, can be one of the things you do for yourself. All right, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.